His name is Ish Berry, and this is Berry Media Unrestricted. He explores the city of Houston, looking for people who are not afraid to get unrestricted. Interesting men and women who have an extraordinary journey, doing the kind of things that make great stories to tell for the rest of us. Now get ready for Unrestricted. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the Unrestricted Podcast presented by Barry Media. I'm your host, Ish Barry. Back in the building, once again, we got Black Sheep Cosplay return guest. I think you have been on here now more than anybody, even more than Blue. I I think so. Wow. Especially that Blue's doing movies and whatnot. Shout out to her, yeah. Oh, four times now, at least, after. Yeah, I think. I think four, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is be fourth or fifth, yeah. Yeah. So today's episode, we're talking about poly relationships. And I, I'm I'm kicking myself in the head that I didn't think about doing this in January to drop it in February for, <laughs> for Valentine's Day love yeah. and stuff. <laughs> that would been perfect. I'm sitting at home one day I'm like Oh, yeah, and something I saw on, on Facebook, another podcast, kind of did the same thing. I was like, that'd be a good topic. I know someone, so, but, all right, better late than never. So, what is, and I want this to be like a full educational episode. Please correct me in, in, in anything. You know, yeah. don't be afraid to cut me off and say I'm saying something wrong, whatnot. So, the correct pronunciation is polyamorous, right? Polyamorous yes. relationships. Can you explain to people what that is exactly? So, polyamory also known as consensual uh, or ethical non-monogamy. Um, it's basically, um, how do I put this? Think open relationships, Okay. but the way I view it, not necessarily how it's viewed by everyone. It, okay. The way I view it is open relationships are more of, hey, these two people are together, but they can kind of go do their own thing. Ah. Polyamory um, is very similar to that, um, but I always felt like polyamory focuses more on relationships, mm-hmm. where open relationships tend to focus on being able to go bang whoever you want. Yeah, you know, um, polyamory. It's, it's actually a very complicated animal, so to speak. Yeah. Because there's, there's different types of polyamory. And th- that varies from person to person. Um, there are, oh gosh. There, for example, <laughs> there's um, one of the styles of polyamory that I practice. Mm-hmm. Um, there is... Uh, there's hierarchical, there is kitchen table, which is mainly what I practice. And, um, there's different styles. Um, you can have what they call a polycule where it's multiple people in a polyamorous relationship in different ways. Okay. Um, there's different variations on a polycule. It's it's one of those the options are endless. Wow. <laughs> There's something for everybody. Okay. Okay. So what what type are you in? Can you elaborate on if you don't mind on like how does yours work? Yeah. Um so I am actually in a mixture of two different types of polyamory. Okay. Um the 
two main ones that I mentioned were um, hierarchical and kitchen table. Okay. Obviously, hierarchical, you know, there's a status quo of this person's up here, here, you know, and so on and so forth. Gotcha. Um, which I don't feel works by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe there is somebody out there, maybe there are some people out there that just pure hierarchical polyamory works for them. Yeah. Um, but I am in a relationship that is a mixture of hierarchical with kitchen table. Okay. Kitchen table is basically you and me, we're sitting here across the table from each other. We may not be in a relationship with each other, mm-hmm. but our partner is sitting next to us. Ah, okay. For example, my, myself and my nesting partner in polyamory, that is your partner that you live with. Okay. Um, and you can have multiples of that. Okay. But for example, myself and my nesting partner, um, we live together. We could wake up one morning and we're sitting at the kitchen table. My other partner is sitting beside me. We're all having breakfast, having a conversation, that sort of stuff. Um, or his other partner, you know, just Mm -hmm. basically the way I look at kitchen table is, can you get along with your partner's partner? Mm -hmm. And with that being said, um, another term for your partner's partner is your metamor. So you, Mm. you may not be in a relationship with your metamor, but your metamor is in a relationship with your partner. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just fact now, like yeah. keeping up with all these words and what what's connected it's to what. It's a lot. It's dope. Yeah. No, no, yeah. it's dope. I don't want to talk about this. Easiest okay. way to put it is my nesting partner, Matt, mm-hmm. has a girlfriend. Okay. His girlfriend and I are not in a relationship with each other, but she is in a relationship with Matt, mm-hmm. and I am in a relationship with Matt. So therefore, that makes her my metamor. Okay. Gotcha. Same thing goes for Matt with my partner. So. Okay. And so how does one, and I was thinking about this when I was like earlier today, how does one even start a population? Like where does the conversation begin? You just wake up one morning and say, Hey, Bay, um, they want to bring this person in our relationship. You know what I mean? Like, how does the conversation start? It's definitely one that, like, if you've never had a conversation like that before, mm-hmm. it's going to be awkward at first. Yeah. You know, everyone has their hangups that they've got to get past. Um, polyamory is, like, at its core, it's about open and honest discussions with your partner or partners. You know, you have to have that honesty because if you don't, if you don't, if you hide something or you're not completely honest, it's, it's cheating. Yeah. You know, it's cheating in a fancy hat. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of hard conversations Mm -hmm. where everyone has to kind of look at, look at a lot of difficult truths and go, okay this makes me feel this way. Let's figure out how to change how it makes me feel or take how it makes me feel and make it a good thing. And as opposed to, you know, 
like jealousy, yeah. which is something that very much happens in polyamorous relationships. Just because you have multiple partners doesn't mean that jealousy goes away. Gotcha. You know, it's it's a lot of facing those demons and working to better them and better yourself. So how does one confront the whole jealousy? I think that I will, I guess in the sense that'd be like completely open dialogue and everybody just kind of mm -hmm. getting on the same page yeah. and something like that, right? Yeah, in fact, with my um, with one of my partners, I we've had to have several conversations. We've been together for oh gosh, two months now, mm -hmm. and we've had to have several conversations about you know, hey, something you said made me feel a certain type of way. Let's talk about that. Okay, how did it make you feel? Why do you think it made you feel that way? It's a lot of self reflection. Okay. And it's, it's a lot of just trying to make yourself a better person. So, you know, I mean, I'm not a judgmental person, but I'm just picturing it's like, that's gotta be one of the coolest things in the world to have a group of people that are in a relationship and just all sitting down and having breakfast, you know, oh, <laughs> just yeah. all sitting down and, you know, you know, watching sports or whatever it is you're into, yeah. you know. I, well, it's because a lot of times, especially with kitchen table polyamory, mm -hmm. but a lot of times with most polyamory in general, you don't realize it until you do okay. that the people in your polycule, which is what I and my partners have, um, and anyone can have a polycule, but um, you don't realize it until you do that the people in your polycule become more than just your partners in a relationship. Okay. Like they become your friends, they become mm. your family. Um, my nesting partner, his girlfriend, um, my metamorph, she is actually, she's one of my really good friends. That's and dope. I didn't realize it until we all met up for lunch one day back in January. And she, without even prompting, she barely knew me. And she, she brought me a birthday cake that she had made. That's nice. And I was just like, only like genuine friends do stuff like that, yeah. you know? So like we may not be, she and I may not be in a relationship with each other, but we do have that, have that friendship. Mm -hmm. And it's just like with my nesting partner and my other partner, like we went to a night market the other night and it was just the three of us. And we were walking around having a good time and I was walking behind the two of them while they were going through all these booths. And it just kind of hit me that, oh my God, these two are like best friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think they realize it. Yeah. So. And that's what, because um, I remember hearing a terminology somewhere like sister wives, right? Or is that something <laughs> different? <laughs> that's usually associated with polygamy, which is something completely Oh, okay. Different. Sorry about that. My bad. No, it's okay. okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> that, wow. Okay. So for, for you guys, where did the conversation start to have uh, a poly relationship? So even like five, almost six years ago when 
my nesting partner and I first started mm -hmm. our relationship, that was one of the first conversations we had. We told each other, hey, this is going to be an open and honest dialogue at all times. You know, whether we decide to be monogamous or polyamorous or whatever. And from there, we just, we both kind of went, okay, this is my relationship style. I would prefer to be polyamorous. Okay. How do you feel about that? Thankfully, with my nesting partner, he was already, he had already been in a polyamorous relationship previously. Okay. Um, and I was actually new to it at that time. And I said, look, this is, this is what I'm interested in. I would like to try it. These are my boundaries. Mm -hmm. These are my limits. What are yours? And you know, you just go from there. You, you set up boundaries and limits. Like this is, these are the things that I'm not okay with sharing or that I am okay with sharing. And maybe one day I will be okay with sharing the things that I'm not currently. Maybe I won't, yeah. but you know, um, like I said, it's, if you're not, if you haven't been a part of the polyamorous lifestyle previously, it is going to be a lot of self-reflection okay. on, you know, how do I react to certain things? Yeah. How do I react to seeing my partner with someone else? How do I react to how my partner acts with that other person as mm. opposed to me? It's, it's a lot. So it's a lot of self-reflection. It's a lot of therapy without going to a therapist. Okay. Not that I'm recommending anyone do their own <laughs> self-therapy. Um, it's a lot of looking at your flaws and trying to improve yourself. So. Okay. Ah, oh, that is... Wow. Yeah. And is I guess there must be some type of like community online or something because I mean I, I can't just go out to a bar tonight and see a woman approach, you know, buy her a drink and just say, Hey, you know, wanna go poly, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You're right. But, but at the same time it's a it's a lot of whenever you first start dating someone new, mm -hmm. you have to, you have to let them know and pretty much immediately, Hey, I'm polyamorous. I already have a partner, mm -hmm. multiple partners, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, for a lot of different reasons, moral reasons, uh, physical health reasons. Yeah. I mean, heck, when my newest partner joined our our polycule yeah you know everyone in the polycule got tested just for that. stds stis you know everything just it's a lot of making sure that there's a lot of informed consent of course because for example physical health reasons mm -hmm. you don't want to be with someone and not know that they've been with someone who might have something, something that yeah. is spreadable. Yeah. You know, because then that could 
spread like wildfire through your whole polycule. So that's dope. I didn't even think about that that part. Yeah. Of that's very very damn responsible and uh, and admirable, but. So you stop and think about it, it, it has to be done. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to do, do it the right yep. way all the way around. Yep. Um, if you guys run to like, you know, and I know you personally, you're not one just to like broadcast all your damn business out yeah. there. But even in the community, are there like naysayers or is it like just, and that's why I want to have this conversation because it's more about just understanding and and education yeah. and information and whatnot. I can see some people saying like, well, they just can't commit to one person, but... <sighs> There's a lot of that. But, but this is my thing with that, but before you answer that, because how many people, like you mentioned a second ago about, about cheating, how many people out there, male and females, are in a relationship you know, with just one other person, but they're out there sneaking around cheating. Mm-hmm. You know, technically, in a sense, that's poly without the other person knowing. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, so if I'm with a, a woman and I'm cheating on her, then I can't settle down with one woman, my damn self. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I will say this: there are a lot of people that just aren't able to wrap their their minds around the concept of polyamory mm-hmm. and because they can't seem to grasp that concept they tend to point fingers and and you know throw shame and it's because they're not willing to admit that it's not for them mm. yeah you know it just it just like Monogamy is not for everybody. True. Polyamory is yeah. not for everybody. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, you should be polyamorous because reason X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but a lot a lot of times there is a lot of shame and guilt that is thrown around at people who are yeah. polyamorous, and a lot of it is oh, they just can't commit, or oh, they just want to run around and be a hoe. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I kind of am a hoe, but <laughs> I'm a hoe for certain people. People, yeah. You know? <laughs> and those people know who I'm going to go be a hoe with. That, yeah, that's that's, so, that's a thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, to the people that, that say stuff like that, it's just... They're they're not willing to educate themselves. It's willful ignorance, mm. you know. Yeah. And ignorance is not always bliss. That's true. Yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah, yeah. And uh, you know, one of my pet peeves in life in general, people just can't agree to disagree or walk away. Like, hey, mm-hmm. that's not for me. But I wish them the best. I'm gonna go about my business. Yeah. You know. <laughs> out for them but eh, you know and and it'd be like that sometime you know you say everything ain't for uh ain't for everybody um have you ever heard of any cases you know where there's like you know conflict you know any type of like conflict uh within a poly relationship oh yeah um i actually know a polycule and i'm not going to give any names of course, because yeah. obviously it's not it's not my place to say who it is mm-hmm. or out them, but I know a polycule 
where um, person A has three different female partners. Okay. And one of said female partners gets along with one of the other ones. Okay. But not the third. Ah, uh, okay. So someone's feeling left out. Yeah. Okay. And it, you know, it's not so much that she's left out as she just personally does not get along with oh, the third, you know, the third yeah. female partner. And it's a lot of, I've seen them handle it where she just does not get invited to certain, certain events that the polycule attends because they know that third female partner is going to be there and first female partner does not get along with her. You oh, know. Wow. Whereas third female partner doesn't get invited to certain events because they are events for female partner number one. Yeah. You know. So it's it's a lot of juggling partners and yeah. I the way that comes out sounds a bit blasé and it's not meant to be it's just very much a case of you know, that's how it is yeah you know if that's how they want to handle it that's how they want to handle it um for example like i try to again i think i told you earlier mm -hmm. that i live by my calendar yeah yeah um i try to schedule out dates for all of my partners i try to schedule out solo dates between myself and my nesting partner, solo dates between myself and my other partner. I even, to be honest, I've even tried to schedule out dates between my nesting partner and his other partner. Oh, just wow. So, Damn, okay. so that they yeah. have some time together. Yeah, makes sense. And then I also schedule out group dates. Mm -hmm. like, That's dope. Okay, I, like, I didn't think I about it like that. Yeah, yeah, like I mentioned that there was the day where Myself, my nesting partner, and his partner went out and had lunch. Mm -hmm. Also, myself, my nesting partner, and my partner went to a night market. Another example, um, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after, all four of us will be going out to Sherwood Forest Fair, shout out to that Renaissance Festival, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, as a group. You know, that's and that's, that's a big group date. I even have it on my calendar as Polycule Ren Fair Day. <laughs> <laughs> you would. That's no you. <laughs> so. Wow. That's wow. Okay. Okay. So, I was going to throw it out to some. Will y'all be attending Comic Palooza? Um, actually, first year since I started going, so first year in like seven or eight years, we will not. As of right now, we do not plan on attending Comic Palooza. Oh, damn. But that's that's on Comic Palooza. That's not because of our polycule. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. What they, what they, what, Comic Palooza messed up this time. Comic, Comic Palooza, their lineup is not that great this year, at least not yet. Yeah. They don't have a lineup that's really like big names, like to pull in the crowds. Yeah. I feel like the uh, ticket price for one day at Comic Palooza is not worth. Even right now, this early? Yeah. How much is it right now? Oh God, it's like, it's all, like 
Oh, roughly for, 80 to 90 dollars for that saturday for right one day. now in freaking if i'm not March? mistaken okay, i'm about to put around i could be wrong <laughs> but i remember seeing the price for that day and going you don't have a big enough because right now all they announced is the boys the three yeah. guys from the boys and don't get me eight. wrong i like the the boys so i like I, yeah. the actors but for me personally, it's not a big enough pull. Yeah. It's not a big enough draw. Oh, and they said um, the cast of Arrow, too, but still. Yeah, but how long has Arrow been off the air? I was surprised they even did. I was like, Arrow's not relevant yeah. anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. No hate to, to Stephen Amell, but, yeah. you know, Arrow's just kind of not relative at the moment. Yeah, I see what you're saying, because Adult Saturday Pass, as of Three six twenty three sixty nine dollars. Yeah, it's like and it's only going to go up as it gets closer. Yeah, that's May. that's the discounted price as of right now, and they're already saying, hey, after this certain date, it's going to go up. Dang. You know, adult Sunday pass sixty five dollars, adult Friday pass forty six dollars, adult weekend pass ninety eight dollars. That's what it was. But the weekend yeah, pass was yeah. roughly ninety eight yeah. dollars. Because I remember, and you can we remember some years where. If you get your weekend pass at the last minute, that was the price yeah. for ninety-eight bucks. Yeah. So if it's ninety-eight bucks now in March, at the beginning of March, mm-hmm. then what's it going to be come right. the last weekend of May? As opposed to other cons like Dallas Fan Expo, who just announced within the last two weeks that they're going to have Hayden Christensen mm. and Rosario Dawson, mm. and the ticket price. For that is like half the price of Comic Palooza. Wow! So, damn. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> Hanson. Needless man. to say, we'll be going to da- <laughs> the Fan Expo Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Wow! I, I don't. I don't blame you. Wow! So. Damn. Whew. Um, Mama has a link <laughs> paper. She needs to get signed. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> Rosario the- Dawson, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Wow, man. Dang. And when I saw the thing about the boys, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to remember the dude that played Homelander. He had to pull out last year because yeah. of other obligations and stuff. And I was like, well, even if he has to pull out, you still got the guy who plays Butcher and the guy who plays mm-hmm. Huey. And you know me being a big Star Trek nerd, both of them are actually in Star Trek. Oh, yeah. 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 And I'm like, okay, well. I might actually, you know, pay for Saturday this year, but yeah, no, that I get. Yeah, but if I do it, I better do it now yeah. <laughs> before the price, the price jumps us up another. God knows how much. Yeah, but but who get a check. So how is it with everybody? So does, like for instance, in, in in your situation, does everyone pretty much have the same similar interest in everything and? Yes and like, no. Okay, like, are you all like Star Wars fans? Are you in there? Have you the Star Wars? So I will say we all generally share at least one common interest. Mm-hmm. It may not be the same from one person to the next, ah. but we do all have generally some very similar interests. For example, myself, my nesting partner, and my other partner, we are all big into Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. That's actually how I met my other partner. He oh, is okay. my DM for one of my campaigns that I play in. Okay. Um, and then my nesting partner 
he DMs his own campaign on a separate day that myself and my other partner play in. Okay. He, my nesting partner is also getting his other partner interested in Dungeons and Dragons. I actually bought her her first set of dice. Okay, nice, you know, nice. That sort of thing. And she's she's finally starting to turn into what we call a dice goblin. Where she's <laughs> she's just like pulling up links of, you know, different pretty dice that she likes and she's like sending them to us and like, ooh, look at these, ooh, look at these. You know, that gotcha. sort of stuff. Um, whereas I know all four of us in our own separate ways enjoy like antiquing. Okay. Like one of the first dates where it was myself, my nesting partner and his partner, um, we went antiquing just out of nowhere. (laughs) You know, um, myself and my nesting partner are big Star Wars fans. Mm -hmm. My other partner like Star Wars, but he's not as big of a fan as we are. Uh, my nesting partner's other partner, she is being introduced to Star Wars through him. Okay. You know, he's he's like, hey, you want to chill at home and watch a movie? Okay, let's watch this. Yeah. First Star Wars guy, yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> Three of us are horror movie buffs, you mm. know? So we will sit around and watch bad horror movies or yeah. old horror movies or just all sorts of stuff. Um, nesting partner and I enjoy the Renaissance Festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My other partner has gone to the Renaissance Festival like once before. Nesting partner's other partner. Um, she's never been she knows what it is she's heard about it but she's never been so we're kind of for our polycule ren fair day um we're pretty much introducing her to the ren fair lifestyle nice okay and um my other partner is getting back into the ren fair lifestyle you know, okay. and and we've we've told them, you know, you don't have to go dressed up. We do just because that's what we like. Mm-hmm. If you want to go and just like hang out at one of the bars out there, go for it. If you want to go and just do nothing but shopping, go for it. You know, it's a lot of shared interests in separate capacities and learning how to merge them without like over inundating everyone with it and burning everyone out with it. So, and, and then, you know, there are some interests that, you know, we share that our separate partners don't share Mm -hmm. or, you know, ones that they share ones that my partner and I share, you know, a lot of, a lot of what polyamory is is about. Uh, how do I put this? You don't get everything you need emotionally yeah. out of just one person mm. throughout your entire life. Sure, yeah. You have multiple parents. Yeah. On, you know, that you get separate things from. 
you don't get the same thing from one parent that you do from another. Sure. You don't get the same kind of emotional support from a parent as you do from a friend. Yeah. You still have a relationship with them. It may not be a romantic relationship, but you have some sort of relationship with them. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing with polyamory. In fact, it's, uh, see, that's a yeah, lot of what I polyamory that, yeah. is. You know? And especially just like in any relationship, you you're introducing someone to something new, you know, different yeah. interests and stuff. You guys are doing the same thing. It's just more in relationship than just mm -hmm. a, a two person relationship. Nah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's dope. I, I dig that. Yeah. Wow. So like I get a specific type of support from my nesting partner. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily get the exact same kind of support from my other partner. I still get support, just in a different capacity. Yeah. Same thing for him with his other partner, you know. We bring, everyone brings something different to the table. Absolutely. And we all just kind of like throw it in a pot and melt it together. Wow. And come out with something that works for everyone. That's, that's good. That's, you know, it, it, it boggles my mind because here it is. The four of you guys can get along together. You know, you're doing all this cool stuff. And then there's some people I know in just a two-person switch that don't get alone and fight <laughs> like cats and dogs every day. And yeah. it's like, make it make sense to me. How can four people get along and two people can't? You think it yeah. might be the opposite. <laughs> wow. And to me, that, that says more about either the relationship and communication style mm. of that monogamous couple. Yeah than it does about like the polyamorous couple. Yeah. That that tells me that tells me if you cannot get along with one other person in a relationship, you either need to work on your own relationship style, mm -hmm. your coping mechanisms, your communication skills, something. Yeah. And <laughs> I hate to say it, but polyamory has actually made me like better in my work too. really how so mm, excuse me mm -hmm. because of the need for constant communication mm -hmm. you have to be clear in everything that you talk about you have to get to the point you have to learn how to problem solve mm. it's it's a lot of stuff that you need yeah for work and then different people different personalities mm -hmm. you know you can't talk to your nesting partner or, or relay something to him the same way you would your other partner exactly. and vice versa. Yeah. Which exactly. is like, I, I try to tell people on jobs all the time, not like I'm, I'm big on like learning and education. You know, like not everyone learns the same. Mm -hmm. So if my job asks me to train someone, I'm trying to get to know that person because some people are more hands-on, some people are verbal, some people are a little combination, some people you yep. just... You know, may have to tell them something two or three times for them to get it, you know, and that that's okay, you know, because everybody's yeah. brain is, is wired differently, you know. Ah, that's, and that's, that's yeah. exactly what it is. So. Oh, that's, that's dope. Wow. So are there certain websites or groups out there on social media? Um, I'm assuming there is apps or something. Or, <laughs> um, to be honest, mm -hmm. just for me, mm -hmm. Didn't mean to smack the mic. No, you <laughs> Just for me, I really haven't used a lot of like websites or anything like that. I know 
there were there was a big polyamorous community on FetLife, but FetLife has kind of gone down the drain. Okay. Um, Is that an app or a website? Or? It's a website. Okay. Um, it's it's more of a um, kinky community kind mm-hmm. of website, um, but polyamory did kind of find its legs through the the kink community. Okay. Um, so. I would say if anyone tries FetLife, just be careful. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm not saying it's dangerous. Just it's just like with any other social website. You know, you have to vet. Yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna get creeps. Yeah. Male, female, both, neither. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know? no, you're right. Yeah. Um. But as far as polyamory, if you're looking for support. Um, and I know Facebook is dead, but there are a lot of good uh, groups and communities on Facebook for polyamory. There is a Texas polyamory page. There's a Houston polyamory page. Oh. There's a Dallas polyamory page. San Antonio, you know, like there's polyamory pages galore. Um, groups. Um, I, I'm in a group called... It sounds like accidental polyamory, where it's, it's nothing but polyamorous people posting memes about like, hey, that's actually polyamory. <laughs> that's dope. You know, like I, I hear people say that too, that Facebook is dead, but to kind of, you know, bounce off what you said, like one of the only reasons I'm still on Facebook is because of the groups. The mm-hmm. different Facebook groups are, can be so... yeah helpful and inspiring like i'm in a couple of podcasting groups you know and it's like okay it helps me to be able to do this better or give me ideas on you know marketing and you know photography groups and you know of course me being a trekkie you know star trek Mm -hmm. groups i'm here is keeping me updated with what's going on in the world of trek and so forth yeah no and and i think for a lot of people that might be what keeps them also on Facebook. (laughs) It's like, hey, these groups are, are, you know, the communities in these groups are are awesome, but Facebook as a whole is dead, is is, is dying. Yeah, and like, there are even places that you can find polyamory and polyamorous people and Mm -hmm. support. There are communities that you can find it in that, like, you don't think of until you do and once you realize it then you're like oh my god why did i not know this before like Mm. the D &D community Mm. is very big in the polyamory lifestyle mainly because there's a joke that you know the whole point of polyamory is to build a group big enough to have a D campaign with (laughs) (laughs) that that makes sense that that makes sense yeah there's jokes about you know what do you what do you bring to the polyamory uh, group? What do you bring to the polycule? Oh, well, I've got Netflix, Hulu, <laughs> and HBO Max. Okay, great. I got Paramount Plus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I got uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. So, and I mean, if you think about it, mm-hmm. there are certain aspects of what we call normal life that actually kind of lead into polyamory. Um, For example, you get married, have a kid with somebody. Mm -hmm. 
things don't go well, you get a divorce. Yeah. You get remarried, your ex gets remarried. Mm-hmm. You still co-parent that child. Absolutely. And so do the new the, the new, new the new partners, partners yeah. your spouses. It's it, it's a lead in to polyamory. It's not necessarily polyamory. Yeah, that's the way. But okay, yeah. if you have if you have a good relationship with your ex, I know divorce is not fun, but yeah. you know there are ways to still you know end a marriage and still you know not yeah. not be a shitty person to your ex. Yeah, you know. Especially, especially if you've got kids involved, you mm-hmm. don't want them to to see mom and dad being just generally shitty people to each other. That Absolutely, creates yeah. trauma in that child's life. Yeah, that uh, they're gonna have to deal with later. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, but you know, if you're co-parenting with your ex and you're doing it respectfully and you're doing it well, you're you're participating in a form of pseudo polyamory, at least the way I see it. No, that's that's a good point. I didn't, so, I didn't think about that. Because no. I mean, there are plenty of polycules where, you know, you've got a married couple with kids. They bring in someone into their polycule who has kids, and now everyone's parenting everyone else's kids. Yeah, you know, it's kids very like, simple. Three dads, you know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And you know what? Cool. Yeah. You know, the more the more positive parental figures you can have in a kid's life, the better. So, especially in this day and age, good grief. And and that's another thing that I like about polyamory is stuff like that. Because I mean, there's the old saying of it takes a village to raise a, a child. Yeah. You have your village with a, poly, a polycule. Yeah. You know, you surround yourself and your child with the village yeah to help raise them nice and also in this economy having less than two incomes in one household yeah people can't live (laughs) (laughs) people cannot live you gotta have gotta weigh foods going up Mm -hmm. you gotta have especially good quality food Uh, yeah you know you gotta have at least two and a half sources of income or yeah. something and penny pinch everything it's just ridiculous yeah but i see that's a good way to look at it um have you ever been to like a, a poly convention I, I think i saw somewhere they actually have like conventions and meetups or something i don't know if i've ever heard of a convention for polyamory if there is i would love to know because i would love to attend that um pause right because the battery's running yeah, like I said, if there's a poly convention, I would love to know because I would love to join in on that. I'd love to go to that. Um, I know that there are things like munches, mm-hmm. but that's more t- geared towards like the kink okay. community. So um, the closest thing I can think to any type of like poly convention would be a munch where everyone, you know, meets up at um, like at a restaurant, has lunch, and gets to know each other. Um, usually, 
the closest thing I can think of to a poly convention would just be a bunch of my friends getting together <laughs> for like a uh, game night. I, I just said there's like conventions for everything now, which I mean, there oh, kind of sure is, is. Yeah. 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 And then like, I got to remember too, not to get polyamorous mixed up with polygamy. Yes. Completely different. Two different things because I remember a while back, Boo used to work for this radio station and she had a family on. Have you ever heard of the Porter family? Sounds familiar. Okay, they're based out of Houston, and um, this guy, two girls, they all get along, live in the same house, mm -hmm. raise, like you said, raise the kids together and all yeah. that. And I follow them, you know, real good people, real nice, sweet, wholesome, hardworking people. And I remember one year before the pandemic, yeah, or maybe right around the pandemic, they, they were out in Galveston for some convention and they were like the keynote speakers. And I was like, oh, wow, there's, you know, but then that, that could have been polygamy. I think I'm not, I'm not sure I have to go back on their page and, and check it out. So basically polygamy is one person has multiple partners, but those multiple partners are not allowed to have any other partner besides that one person. Gotcha. Okay. And it's usually it's usually done under the guise of some sort of like religion or oh, no, something like them. that. <laughs> um, so to me, that sounds like polyamory. Okay. Yeah. And if it was a guy and two girls, two girls and a guy, whatever, that sounds like what what we call a V shape uh, polycule, okay. where one person has two partners. Now, it may have been a triad where everyone is in a relationship with everyone else in, in the group, but um, that would be a question for, the, for them. Gotcha. Um, yeah, this is yeah. their Instagram. And the top thing says non-mahogamous poly. You see that at the top there? Yeah. Yeah, non-monogamous, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that sounds like they are polyamorous, and they're either a triad or they're a, in a V-shaped polycule. Okay, cool. Now, I couldn't speak on which one it actually is. Yeah. Um, but, like, for example, um, let's see, how, how do I explain mine? I, I call it... Hmm. I just call it generally a polycule because there's not and not a specific shape associated with it. Okay. But it started out with myself and my nesting partner being in a V-shaped polycule. Okay. I had two partners. I had my nesting partner and my other partner, and I was what they call a hinge partner. Okay. You know, where the hinge, the yeah, the, the hinge yeah. on the V. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, and then. My nesting partner got another partner, so I guess you could call that like a Z shape. Yeah, yeah, because I can yeah. see. Yeah, the, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah. Because my nesting partner and my other partner not in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm not in a relationship with my nesting partner's other partner. Yeah. Yet. Just. Yeah. Not something that we have discussed yet, and I obviously I'm not going to push anything on her or I don't expect yeah. to push anything on me. That would be something that if feelings arise, 
we'd all sit down and talk about it. Absolutely. Let everyone in the polycule know that way, you know, if us being in a relationship makes one of the other partners feel some type of way, mm -hmm. they can let us know. We can all sit down, talk about it, work something out. Absolutely. So, and I mean, I've seen polycules that look like they look like somebody's trying to s connect molecules together to make different <laughs> elements. I've I've seen. I, I thought I'd seen that yeah. too from the Porter family account because like yeah. sometimes they go on different shows and mm -hmm. they have other families too. And, and I'm like, yeah, and that's Holy why cow, you know? that's why it's referred to as a polycule is yeah. because when you connect this person to this person and then this person to that person, you know, it's like it, geometry. It, it, it comes out looking like a, a like um equation for a molecule. Mm -hmm. And that, that's where that came from. Yeah, makes sense. So, so yeah. But again, a lot of it is being open and honest, figuring out you know what works for you, what works for your partners, and just making sure that everyone's willing to put in the time and effort into making the relationships good, yeah. making them work. Nice. That's good. That's good information. I'm, I, I can't thank you enough for coming and yeah, talking absolutely. and educating us about it. Uh, that's that is dope. So Facebook groups are good. Mm -hmm. um, having that open dialogue. And are you open? Like if someone wanted to ask you questions or get advice from you? Absolutely. Okay. Where can find you on social media? Um, Facebook under, I guess under my real name, just, <laughs> Be polite if you're going to slide into my DMs about that. <laughs> uh, my real name, Jennifer Morrison. Mm -hmm. um, or if you'd like to look me up under my cosplay name, Black Sheep Cosplay. That's on Facebook. That's on Instagram. Um, I have an OnlyFans. I haven't really done a whole lot with it lately mm -hmm. because of health issues. But I do have that if anyone's interested. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to get that back up and going. So, and that's onlyfans.com slash black sheep cosplay. Um, but yeah, mainly find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. I have a, t I have a TikTok, but that's, that has nothing to do with polyamory. <laughs> So, <laughs> and the way TikTok's going, they they crack it down oh, on a I lot know. of stuff. Yeah. And you, and you told me one of the previous times you told me, and not to get off top, but I remember I, uh, I did a blue and I right around the corner. I give you a tour of this place when we done. Yeah, but um, we did a photo shoot for her birthday, and she had on a bodysuit in the back. I we remember all, that yeah, one. Yeah. I remember that post because yeah. you, you had made a post on TikTok. And then they took it down or hit you with a warning or something. Yeah, they, they hit me with a warning and they took down the, the post itself, not the yeah. whole account, thankfully. Yeah. yeah, and it was just like, don't do that again. And I'm like, and, you know, I'm glad they didn't take down the whole account, but I was messing with Bill's like, oh, the ass too fat for TikTok, girl. <laughs> <laughs> said, nope, mm -mm, nope, nope. You in a bodysuit and the thong on the back is like a thong. Nope, mm mm. And you Wish know, you shut it down. I literally <laughs> watched a TikTok the other day where. A girl was literally just standing in front of the camera in like this micro bikini and I've seen and thong, those too. yeah. And she looked good. Mm -hmm. I I will be honest, I was looking very disrespectfully. <laughs> but I, at the same time, I was like, 
how can she get away with that? But I get I get a, a strike or a warning or you know get a twenty four hour ban for showing a little bit of cleavage. You know, man, I. But that's a whole. Oh yeah, that's a whole. Thing. Yeah, that that's a whole different thing. <laughs> Me and a buddy of mine was talking about that today too. It's like, I, I, I don't know. And then I I know some people personally that. They've had and you. You're one of them that had the whole TikTok accounts. Just mm -hmm. yeah, and that's why I don't even bother yeah. saying anything with. Um, oh, last thing I remember, I did a podcast episode with a video vixen that was a former stripper, mm -hmm. and the clip I posted, she wasn't using profanity, but she was just talking about. Some of you know, we're on the stripper life, yeah, and you, you know that they, they muted the video. Yeah. And I'm like, yep. what in the world? You know, she's not talking about coochies or you know, yeah. or you know, you she's like, hey, on the pole, and, and you, you know, I'm like, uh, you don't have to be talking about any kind of profanity yeah. or anything gross or disgusting yeah. or pornographic. There are certain topics that TikTok flags immediately, and I hate to say it, but a lot of it is stuff about like. POC, um, yeah. A lot of a lot of black creators get just shadow banned, or their content gets suppressed, and it's not anything about their their content of what they're doing, or you know, it could be they said one little Q word, and the AI and picks the it AI up, AI picked and it up. And, or it could, I hate to say it, but it, a lot of times it's just the fact that it's a person of color because their content for whatever reason gets suppressed. And unfortunately white supremacy content seems to get, you know, yeah. pushed to the top and it's just, it's terrible. Yeah, it is. We have to come back and do an episode on, on that <laughs> yeah. and do research and pull up <laughs> stats and numbers and then... Good luck trying to air that episode. Let's <laughs> just put it up on the website, on the, the, the podcast website. And speaking yep. of the podcast website, thank you for all tuning in. We have a Facebook group now. Feel free to join. I put the link in the description. If you want to support the podcast for as little as a dollar to three dollars a month, check us out on Patreon. Links in the description and follow us across social media also. Links in description. Thank you, Black Sheep Cosplay, for coming out this Absolutely. Monday afternoon. Sorry I was late. I know <laughs> that's fine. that's a that's demerit for me. <laughs> and Blue texted me earlier said that I chipped off the alarm or something. I'm like, today is just not my Monday. <laughs> oh, that's probably why we heard something. Yeah, walking through. Through. yeah, the owner of the building probably walking through just making sure, even though there's cameras everywhere. Because she's like, Are you at the studio? And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, I just pulled up here with, with, with Jennifer. She's like, Okay, well, the owner just texted me saying you chipped off the alarm or something. Next time, go in the other door, but I didn't know you was going to be there. I was like, oh, I'm Whoops. sorry. Just Monday, I've, you know. But hey, <laughs> everybody, take care of yourselves and each other. We're out of here. Bye. <laughs> Want to help the channel remain upstanding and dedicated to the truth? Then consider becoming a channel patron. The link to our Patreon account is in the description below.